You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Auzubillah minash shaitan rajeem. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Just gone 8.05 Central African time. Let's welcome our five and sagacious ummah with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. After dinner mints, keeping your company this evening with myself, Shafat Ahmad Khan and Lukalo on the board. And I will pray, inshallah, looking forward to a powerful program indeed. Looking at the lineup that's coming up, 8 to 8.30, our very own Muslim news with Abu Bakr. See that, 8.30 to 9.00. Driving with Anwar Qasim, spring clean your finances. You know, he's also an expert when it comes to finances. Good news for diesel car owners. 1990 BM325i goes on auction. They go for a million rands and neurolink implant. Everything in the mix there. On driving with Anwar, 9 to 9.30, the family room with Molana Salim Karim, adapt to an Islamic way of life. Molana always a current and very informative indeed. 9.30 to 10, Travel Express with Ibrahim Vadacha, single African air transport, world's most travel destinations for 2022, and Cape Town's popular tourist spots. Cape Town hmm, will be busy as a bee. And I can tell you, there's he looking good, looking uh, sprightly, full of information. Our very own Abu Bakr, see that on his segment, Muslim News. Abu, Salaamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ji, with the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are doing well, Shafat Ahmad. We pray that you and the listeners of Markaz Sabahaba also are within the same loop. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah rabbil alameen, jazallahu anna Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima'u Ahmad, through the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are receiving fire, uh, fantastic rainfall, Allah ta'ala give us sayyab and nafia, beneficial rains, and uh, since last night it has been raining, yesterday whole day, this evening also. And we pray that Allah keep us within His mercy also. Uh, Alhamdulillah. Jishafat, a lot of things happening in the Muslim world. And uh, I think this evening we start with Turkey. President Erdogan is relentless in his pursuit of the Kurdistan Workers' Party. The PKK, led, led by Abdullah Oshalan. Situated in the northeastern Syria under various names, the Syrian Democratic Front, the PYG, the PYF, and supported by the USA, the PKK, that is the Kurdistan Workers' Party, has fought a low-intensity war with Turkey and uh, been involved in placing bombs in Istanbul, the latest being in August, in Istiklal Street in the center of the city, that killed six civilians and injured 15 others. Since last week, the military has carried out precision air and missile strikes in the region. The aim of President Erdogan is to create a 30-kilometer buffer zone between the Syrian and Turkish borders. Erdogan has also threatened to launch a land invasion to eliminate the terrorist problem that promotes the instability in the region. Notwithstanding, Turkey has to contend with over 4 million refugees from Syria occupying the Idlib region. President Erdogan has also got to contend with the regime in Damascus of Bashar al-Assad, the USA occupying forces controlling the oil fields and supporting the SDF, which is part of the PKK, 
in its fights against ISIL and the Russians who are backers of uh, the regime in Damascus. So there's a whole lot of scenarios what I'm at in uh, northeastern Syria. Uh, in fact, Bashar al-Assad is also sitting with his own problems uh, in the in town of in the city of Suweba. The people have gone on uh, to to protest uh, the high prices of petrol and, uh, and other commodities, essential commodities that uh, have rocketed uh, out of hand, Shafat Ahmad. And it is just uh, mind-boggling, Shafat Ahmad, that the oil that uh, Syria is producing is in the hands of the Russians and the United States of America. And the people of Syria are paying exorbitant prices, whereas these occupying forces are taking the oil at uh, bargain prices uh, away from Syria. Allah make it easy for the Muslim Ummah. I think you know, we have got tremendous mm-hmm. challenges uh, that are coming to the fore, Shafat Ahmad. You know, Abu, uh, I, I like Gee. to even uh, bring in, you know, we should not forget this and we should, uh, you know, really bring it uh, to the fore because we've got a lot of youngsters listening to us. I mean, these guys are sipping the oil out and they come and, uh, you know, they bluff each other or they bluff uh, these Arab regimes there. No, don't worry, we'll give you the arms, we'll give you the ammunition, we will protect your... Uh, these oil reserves and, you know, don't worry, we'll do that. But they're sipping the oil out. I mean, they take it all away. And, uh, you know, this is what they did to, uh, uh, you know, when you look at uh, the invasion of Iraq. I mean, there was so much of oil taken away from there, from America. Up till today, no one is interrogating or asking America for accountability, which was an illegal uh, occupation, which was an illegal war, which was uh, built on a pretext, on a lie. But no one questions them, Abu. How can we live in a world of uh, deception like this? And, uh, you know, perhaps we all are sitting against our intelligence. Uh, I, I, I want your analysis on that, Abu. Jish Fatimah, you brought up a very interesting point, and which is uh, uh, challenges the, the analysis of Fatimah. In fact, one of the uh, analysts, political analysts, uh, during the time of the Iraq uh, invasion by the United States of America, commented that Iraq will be giving or handing over, and the United States will be taking over the oil reserves and uh, the oil production of uh, Iraq, and thereby funding their own. Iraq will be funding its own destruction by giving the United States of America all the oil uh, control, Shafat Ahmed. And this is what happened, Shafat. And uh, at the same time, in, uh, in fact, uh, the United States of America says that uh, Iran is a uh, terrorist state uh, supporting the, the Assad regime, but they work together with the Assad regime Iran and the United States of America in the control of uh, the oil reserves of uh, Syria. And the same thing with the Russians also, Shafat Ahmed. So deep down, the Ummah is uh, being siphoned mm. <laughs> of its reserves and its uh, resources with the assistance of uh, the leadership of uh, Iran, Syria, the United States of America, and uh, Russia, Shafat Ahmed. And uh, the 4,000, million uh, refugees that are now situated on the northeastern border, which Turkey has to take care of, has been uh, a great challenge to Turkey. And in the process, 
the PKK, which is seeking uh, its own independence uh, between uh, amongst uh, the three states, that is between Iraq, Syria, and uh, uh, Turkish Fatimid, and seeking for land and uh, wanting. Uh, which uh, which has been promised to them by the United States of America, and indirectly the PKK is also supported. Uh, though, but uh, the irony is this: though Turkey and the United States are members of uh, NATO and they got to look after one another, the U the USA by supporting the PKK has gone against uh, the security of uh, the Turkish people. And this is what Nigel's president, Erdogan, Shafat Ahmad, in fact, he has tried to avert, you know, damaging uh, relations with the USA, with the Russians, who are situated in northeastern Turkey, and uh, promised that uh, they would not be targeted, and uh, their communication lines open, that uh, these missile attacks uh, must ensure that no uh, American or Russian soldiers or the uh, soldiers of uh, the uh, Assad regime will be injured in these attacks. But uh, I think this is a great challenge uh, to President Erdogan. And in the, uh, in the situation, in the situation has been taken advantage of because of the refugees, Shafat Ahmad. Who do you consider a refugee or who do you consider a member of the PKK? In fact, the lady that uh, set off the bombs in uh, Istanbul was an innocent lady, and uh, she carried a bag uh, with the bomb explosives, and uh, that's what happened. Uh, and you know, within a week of that uh, explosion, Shafarumad, another explosion took place in uh, this uh, suburb of Fatih in Istanbul also, and I think this is a great uh, of great concern. Another great concern for President Erdogan is next year he goes to the polls, you know, for the presidential and uh, national assembly elections. And uh, the opposition is taking uh, advantage of the situation that President Erdogan cannot guarantee the security of the Turkish people uh, because uh, of uh, the so-called leniency that is shown uh, to the PKK. In fact, uh, President Erdogan has in no uncertain terms said that uh, these are terrorists. They will try to call them to the negotiating table, but uh, because of their control of uh, the oil resources uh, in the territories that they are occupying, they do not uh, have the, the capacity or they do not want uh, to go into negotiations because the resources are so valuable to them, and with the help of the United States and perhaps Russia and the Bashar Assad regime, they feel that they can uh, gain independence by now and then setting off bombs uh, within the, uh, the Turkish territories and uh, creating some instability in the region. You know, Abu, the, the, the point here is a Muslim, uh, you know, uh, the Muslim, I mean, we, we call them nation states. I mean, uh, you can't even call it a Numa. Once you become a nation state, uh, then you, uh, you know, your, your focus is away from La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Your focus is away from one uh, national flag. And your, your focus becomes, you know, you become a nation and, you, you know, become nationalism. And you will give that precedence or give your flag precedence over your brotherhood, 
and uh, the kalima, and you know, where it says that uh, you must not uh, uh, harm your brother. You know, when you greet your brother with assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, you gra- uh, guarantee him, I will not backbite behind you, I will not hurt you, I will not swear you, I will not kill you, and so forth. But uh, look at these, I mean, it's a tragedy. You know, you look at the uh, PKK, if you look at the stories of uh, the Kurds and uh, Salahuddin Ayubi, and, uh, you know, now you have uh, Muslim uh, Muslim violence, and as you said in the equation, you have uh, countries like uh, Russia, the America, and, you know, they are all wheeling and dealing, and, uh, you know, they will never look at, uh, or they will never want to see a united ummah because they fear the message of la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah because it will definitely put uh, them out of business you know the u3 goes away and all the other uh, you know the gambling and all those things that they, uh, they they love so much and the alcohol it is also stated that if uh, only you know the russians were allowed to drink alcohol 100% of the russians would have become uh, muslim but uh, subsequently they said the figures were like 60 to 70% at that time but allahu alam but uh, you, what's your thoughts on that, Abu? Gee, Shafat, I just want to bring in something. I think what you have touched upon is very important. You know, this creation of nation states uh, from the thirties uh, onwards, uh, Shafat, Ahmad, in the Muslim uh, regions, uh, especially in the Middle East, in uh, uh, Southeast Asia, in Africa, has uh, just weakened the Muslim Ummah to such an extent, Shafat Ahmad. If we just take today the date, uh, 6 uh, uh, 6th of December, 30 years ago, the Babri Masjid in Ayodhya was destroyed by fanatics, uh, fascists, uh, Hindu, Hindu fanatics, Shafat Ahmad. And at that time, Shafat Ahmad, if uh, there was a Muslim Ummah, that uh, could uh, have stopped uh, the destruction of the 16th century Masjid, Shafat Ahmad. They would have, but because we were nation states and everyone had their own interest in pursuing with uh, their interest with uh, India, Shafat Ahmad. Uh, regrettably, I think the information that we have is hardly any Muslim states made a noise about the destruction of the Masjid. Allah's house, which is was six, from the 16th century onwards. No one uh, threatened India also with economic sanctions or some other sanctions. In fact, uh, one of the great uh, alims, uh, Shafat Ahmad, has said that, you know, the Hindu philosophy and ideology is uh, akin to the Zionist ideology of taking from the river to the sea of the whole of Palestine, the Hindu philosophy goes right up to the areas beyond India, Sri Lanka, and Indonesia. Also, are part of the Hindu Hindu brotherhoods, Shafatamad. And I think we got a wake-up call that. You know, this uh, destruction of the Babri Masjid in uh, Ayodhya should have sent a message or uh, alarm to the Muslim Ummah that uh, this is just the beginning. And we know that many other masajid have been destroyed, but there is not one voice that has come out uh, against uh, the Indian government. And if we turn around and look at it, what is happening now, Shafat Ahmad, you know, there's a... Uh, a film that is on the circuit by the name of Farah. 
And uh, just because it is a depiction of the Nagba for 1948 Nagba Shabbat the Israeli Hasbara, the Zionist state, its ministers, its uh, people, it's uh, got a whole intelligence service, everyone involved in trying to condemn this, uh, the truth, Shabbat Ahmed, that uh, how united they are, one state, uh, uh, calling upon all the Jews of the world to condemn this uh, uh, film that is telling the truth about the 1948 Nirmanakbar. But the Muslim Umar, regrettably, we are so disjointed uh, that uh, when our masajid uh, are threatened, when our people in Kashmir uh, are deprived of their citizenship and their autonomy, there's no one who makes a noise. And we know that today, in the Gulf states alone, there are something like three to four million uh, Hindus uh, who are resident there and working there, Shafat Ahmad. And uh, now they have been given rights to build a temple also. And uh, this is uh, how good the Muslims are, Shafat Ahmad. Allah Ta'ala give mercy upon us. Yeah, Abu, you know, uh, when you talk about uh, Hindutva, you know, and they have the same plans as the Zionist, uh, you know, uh, running and uh, trying to uh, get the whole... Even the Saudi Arabia has been part of the Zionist agenda. You know, that big snake. I don't know if you read that book, Protocols of the Elders of Zion, where the snake goes all around and it wants to take out all these countries. And as you said, they, they got that agenda going. That's a Zionism agenda. The Hindutva, as you said, they want to get on all with these uh, other countries. But it won't work, Abu, because, they, you know, they call for unity. How can it work when they, their religion is based on uh, on, on class disting- uh, distinction. Uh, we talk about the Hindus. If you, if, you, if you look at the Ramayan, you look at the Vedas, the Upanishads, and all this, they actually tell you that uh, there is a Brahman and there's a Harijan, and there is a class uh, distinction, and, 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 the, and the, the, the 3% Bra- uh, Brahman is uh, ruling over 97% of uh, the other Indians, you know, you you know what I'm talking about. So there can never be equality, or whatever you're talking about. Only Islam has that. The same with the the uh, you know the Zionists, or even you look at the Israelis. You get the you know them in in, in different uh, 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 groupings too. I mean, uh, you know, you, you, if you if you if you convert to Judaism, you're a third grade citizen also. Uh, already. already, I mean, the Ethiopian Jews and all that, you can see they are treat, uh, treated like slaves. For all, so, so all, all these uh, the, the, these countries that have these great visions, but the very basic thing, the, the, the teachings, is a failing altogether, all and it will never, ever work. And uh, this is uh, because divine decree will ensure that it doesn't work, because it's all batil. Your thoughts, Abu? Gee, in fact, the next topic I wanted to talk about was the situation in Palestine, Shafatamad. You know, the Western press is making a big hoo-ha about uh, Herzog, the president of uh, the Zionist state, visiting the Gulf countries uh, to uh, enhance the Abrahamic uh, accords, Shafatamad. He's visiting Bahrain this uh, which uh, was already there. In fact, the people of Bahrain are not with the government, though the government has signed their courts. But uh, this week alone, the Zionist occupying forces have killed 10 Palestinian youth. In the last week, one of these was 23-year-old Amar Mufle, who was killed at point-blank range, I think we have seen the clip 
how uh, he was trying to tussle with one of the uh, Israeli occupation forces soldier and uh, this guy uh, then uh, just pulled out a gun and shot him point blank Shafat Ahmad. So this is the disdain with which uh, they control the Palestinians uh, both fear and violence Shafat Ahmad. The clip went viral. The ongoing raids in the West Bank has raised the tension amid the installation of the Netanyahu extreme right-wing terrorist government within weeks. And as we said, uh, whether the Muslim countries, uh, the Gulf uh, uh, countries that had signed the Abrahamic Accords uh, will uh, ever say a word uh, to President Herzog uh, regarding the treatment of the Palestinians. And surprisingly, Shafat Ahmad, what has come out also is the United uh, States uh, Secretary of State, Blinken, uh, said that, uh, I don't know whether it carries any weight, Shafat Ahmad, but uh, he has said that uh, the conduct of uh, the settlers uh, and the uprooting of the Palestinians cannot be tolerated anymore, Shafat Ahmad, whether Biden and his government can take any decision or these are just empty words that uh, are just for consumption within the Muslim countries. Shafat Ahmad, another one... that, uh, that is a very good point indeed. You know, they always make these uh, statements, but, uh, you know, they stick behind that because this will still give uh, Israel what they want. Uh, they will still give them the help. They still give them the military aid and so forth. And, you know, America is still run by the by APEC, the, you know, American-Israeli Press Affairs Committee, and uh, the Zionists uh, control the Congress both uh, the Republicans and the Democrats. I mean, they are their puppets, Abu. This is what it is. <laughs> Definitely, Shafat Ahmad. That's why I say we take it with a pinch of salt, uh, some of the statements that mm. they make. And uh, Shafat, another very tragic situation uh, that arose within the Muslim countries is that uh, Indonesia, the country, has many active volcanoes spread across the various islands. Mount Simeru, the highest volcano in the country, situated on the Javanese island, has erupted against spewing thick clouds, gas, and ash. More than 2,000 village residents had to be evacuated from the villages in the area. The evacuees have been uh, sheltered in 11 facilities made available by the disaster mitigation agencies with 142 volcanoes. Indonesia has the largest population globally living in close proximity to a volcano, including 8.6 million within within a 10-kilometer radius. Just following upon the recent earthquake, the population of 270 million sits along the Pacific Ring of Fire, a horseshoe-shaped series of geographical fault lines, and it's prone to volcanic eruptions and earthquakes threatening tsunamis in the region. This is a a string of islands. In fact, uh, you know, when you look at the map uh, on the atlas, you'll see about close on to 20 little islands making up Indonesia. But it's something like 2,000 islands around there. This is Allah's good word. That uh, with these volcanoes and everything, Shafatamad,
that more than 270 million people are accommodated on these islands. Some have not been explored at all also. Allah make it easy for the Indonesian people to you and the listeners of America Sahab, Ashwar Ahmed, we say Jazakallah for inviting us to be your guest. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Uh, before I let you go, Abu, there's your din- uh, after dinner mints. Yeah, enjoy these mints. You deserve it. Uh, brilliant as usual. Allah keep you. Allah bless you. And uh, you have a mashallah lovely evening ahead. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A lot of uh, brilliant information, as I said, coming through. And, uh, you know, we as uh, Ummah, we need to uh, talk to our youngsters and tell them, uh, you know, what's uh, really happening around and how the Ummah was, uh, you know, taken and carved out. Yeah, when, uh, you know, the Ottoman Empire was taken away and uh, the Britishers uh, started uh, the uh, divide and rule policy. And up to today, the repercussions of what they have done is felt. It's really felt. But uh, inshallah, it's left to us. We have to make the effort. Perhaps the younger generation can do better than us. Allahu alam. Time for us to go for our break. When we get back, inshallah, we'll be joined by Anwar Qasim in Driving with Anwar.